Welcome to the Important Questions Podcast, the only podcast that rallies around the family with a pocket full of shells. My name's Dave, <laughs> and I'm here with uh, some very angry, raging acolytes of knowledge. Scott Smitty and Rico. It was the whitest fucking reading of those lyrics I've ever heard, ever. I can go Durr. whiter. You probably Durr. want me to go whiter. Like go whiter. Go whiter. <clears throat> Please. Um, a welcome to the Important Questions Podcast, <laughs> the only podcast that rallies around the family with a pocket full of shells. My name is Dave, and I'm here with three very angry and rage-inducing acolytes of knowledge. This is Scott's committee and Enrico. Um, sometimes um, um, those who work forces are the, the same who burn crosses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I like you guys your said- shoulders were like in your ears yeah. when you said that, Dave. <laughs> Somebody went yeah. straight on like Futurama <laughs> character for a second there. <sighs> Good stuff. In uh, the spirit of today's rage-filled episode, and uh, this is totally not on purpose i had that intro written for the whole week but i just found out that uh rico has some sort of rant in his question and today's mid show is also rant so uh, a lot of a lot of rage inducing stuff this uh this morning we're gonna get mad we're gonna, be we're gonna mad get noise. real mad uh but before we could jump into the shit <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> before before we could jump into the shit that we have going on today, we have a couple of quick things that we need to get out of the way. Number one, first and foremost, if you've listened to episode 20 of the show, you know that we are good friends with uh, a Canadian fellow named Ben. And uh, Ben, happy fucking birthday, dude. Happy birthday. Hey, happy birthday, told, Ben. Happy birthday, told you ben. I was going to shout you out, and, and this is it. And uh, the second thing we have to get out of the way is the first ever... <clears throat> Important Questions Podcast Giveaway. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, boys. He's gone drunk with power already. I'm delighted. (laughs) That's pretty good. I promise not to go down the shock jock route, but I've uh, we we Mm -hmm. finally pay for the platform we record on. And this soundboard's here to stay. Yeah, and we also also just wished a listener happy birthday and uh, constantly are begging people to call in. So you, I think we're slipping dangerously close to that radio show. We're like well, 85% uh, of the way there. <laughs> well, uh, that call in, Scott, that leads us right into our giveaway here. Um, we are recording a bonus episode for Halloween. Halloween is the last Tuesday of the month. And uh, that's that's the bonus episode week. Now, a lot of you I've encouraged from time to time to donate as little as $1 to the show through Patreon to receive bonus content. And while seven people graciously agreed to say, yeah, okay, um, there's roughly about 70 or so people based off of our download numbers that said no. Um, so I don't know if that's just like you don't know if it's worth it or, or whatnot. But here's your chance to get a piece of bonus episode history for free if you write into the show text 708-433-9153 with your question you get one entry if you call into the show 708-433-9153 and leave a voicemail with your question sometime between now and halloween you will get uh two entries to get a bonus episode so uh if you're already donating to the show thanks continue to write in and call in (laughs) When is this episode going out? The day before um, you're right. on the twenty fourth. We we got seven okay, days. That's one week. week. All right. What's How the uh, what, what's the prize? 
you get next week's bonus episode for free. Oh, okay. Sad. One lucky person is going to get next week's bonus episode for free. Assuming someone neato does this. We're going to have to like fucking fake a a voice and call in ourselves so we can like drum up more. Be like, it looks like we have a winner. (laughs) And it's just us. Scott, you get this week's episode free. If nobody calls in on time, we should just give it to the first person who calls in or writes in after Halloween. All right, that works. We don't get a, a write fa- until like Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> a little fail safe, just in case this doesn't work. But uh, that that's what I want to propose to you boys. Uh, and also the listeners who I also assume are you boys. Um, call into the show, write into the show with your questions in the next week. And uh, you have a chance to get this, uh, this month's bonus episode absolutely free of charge. Uh, I will email it to uh, whatever sort of spam email that you have to collect your Bed Bath & Beyond coupons and the rest. Um, that way you don't have to give away your real name or whatever the fuck. You know, Dave, Dave's not going to stalk you or anything, but I will need your email address to send that uh, that episode. All right. That has it's been the first ever Important Questions Podcast giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> Your face just went dead oh. there for a half sec. <laughs> just to the back of it. What the fuck? Uh, boys, in the spirit of Halloween, um, we do have a listener question. I have been saving listener questions uh, for the purpose of a listener-oriented episode. However, this one is Halloween-related, and because we're getting so close, I want to go ahead and ask it today. Um, and also, I don't think he'll mind, because he's Bo. Hey, Bo. Hi, Bo. Hey, Bo. What's happening? Who dat? What's going on? Bo asks, what is the best Halloween candy to get? Also, why do some people hand out toothbrushes, pencils, and other crap that no kid or adult would ever want? I remember as a kid, I got a ruler from a house that wasn't even 12 inches. It was around five to six inches. It went straight <laughs> into the trash. <laughs> Something about For it potentially sure. being five inches instead of six just feels <laughs> great. Five yeah. That's the, infuriating. It's the weird part <laughs> yeah. for me. Do you need to measure something less than five inches? <laughs> Have I got the tool for you? The well, kids will want this. Now, did they make it like that, or did like did the guy break it off on accident? He goes, hey, it's got a couple uses. Someone has one to five, and someone else has six to twelve. <laughs> you put it together. They measure one inch, and they're like, "Damn, this is seven inches." <laughs> Stupid. Uh, first of all, if somebody, if I was an adult going around and they gave me like an extra toothbrush, I'd be like, well, now I don't have to go to Walmart and get a travel one whenever I need to go on a work trip or something. So that's dope. Or you keep them for guests that come over. That's true. Hey, that's actually, that's actually a fair fucking point. Yeah. Does a kid care about that though? Fuck no. Absolutely not. Shit. That's the house you don't go to next year. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I even think there's like some levels of candy that historically when i'm thinking back to my own halloween trick-or-treating days i very rarely ate tootsie rolls or smarties they mostly mm-hmm. went in the trash i agree i i, was, I like smarties but tootsie rolls are kind of eh. when i did get halloween candy i wanted i wanted straight up chocolate whether those m&ms hershey's crunch 100 grand bars you name it as long as i had chocolate it was it was definitely like the the higher up in the rotation now, when you get closer to like the gummy, the sweet tarts, the sour patch kids, that stuff, the Twizzlers, I'm like, ah, I gotta trade that shit. Let's let's get that out of here. 
You guys ever get like the unlabeled candy? Like there was like a peanut butter candy that would come in either a plain black or a plain orange wrapper. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Those always went in the trash too. For sure. They, or you get mm-hmm. the uh like the the taffy that were in like a similar like paper. Yeah, like yeah. It's just Some, like wrapped in wax paper and that's it. Like somebody went on vacation somewhere and got saltwater taffy and then forgot to get enough <sighs> Halloween candy and so they broke that out and they're just giving that out to kids. Or like Bitto honey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was always pretty yeah. fucking gross. Uh, my top was probably uh, the Reese's Cup and the Kit Kat. Those two are always top of my list. Hell yeah. Mm. Yeah. I like, growing up, I liked a lot of like really sour candies. So like Warheads or like Sour Patch Kids, that sort of stuff. Like as I've gotten older, I've definitely moved into like the chocolate territory. So like, like you said, Dave, Reese's, Kit Kat bars. I like Snickers occasionally. Not a big fan of like caramel though. So like Milky Ways, I tend to stay away from. Um, the kind of candy that I never in my life liked though, I had them a couple times as a kid. And even then I was like struggling to eat them are the, uh, the candy apple suckers. Oh, and dude, those things kick fucking dick. They were good. But like as a kid, I was still afraid to break my teeth on them. Like, cause they're so sti- they're you, you bite down on them once and your teeth are just like glued together. That part's true, but being like the sour lover that you were as a kid, like the the apple part of that sucker is like delightfully tart. Oh, it's bomb. It rules. The one candy that wasn't chocolate that I did keep was uh Jolly Ranchers, especially the blue oh, yeah. raspberry. Hell yeah. I was a watermelon rancher. Yeah, that's person a, myself. <laughs> a watermelon rancher. I <laughs> don't gotta take them all to harvest this season. There was a I don't remember what they're called, but they were like little like sweet. They were like, they had like the texture of like sweet tarts. Um, they're little bones, like skulls and ribs and oh, yeah. like oh yeah and stuff. And I love those. Those are really good. I don't know what those they're actually solid. called though. I remember. I those. also uh, like the the sweet tart equivalent to a sour candy was the shock tart, and I don't even know if they make those anymore. I don't see those. Yeah, those things are amazing. Often. I, I remember the one person it like our hometown was pretty small. What, what would you say when we were kids, like 5,000 something people, something around mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so not like the smallest town, but uh, still not like super huge. And I remember there was only like three people that would religiously buy full size candy bars. I was just going to bring that up. Like I couldn't, there was, it was never consistent yeah. where you could get the full size. I remember there was like one house, kind of not too far from where Dave's childhood home was. And then another one close to where our high school was. So like all the way the fuck across town, if you're a kid trying to like hit up every house in two hours, like totally opposite sides of town, but mm-hmm. still one for it. Good on you, man, dude. I love Halloween. Halloween's awesome. Halloween. Pretty fun. McDonald's when I was a kid, just the whole vibe that they had when you had like you get a happy meal that comes in a fucking trick or treat bucket and then they've got like the little coupons. Oh, and yeah. Something around, I don't know what it was, but something about Halloween themed McDonald's was dope when I was a kid. When I was like really little, uh, my brother and I would go trick or treating and like my, my mom would take us around. She actually, my mom would make our costumes. Like we were like very young and she used to do like sewing and stuff. I remember one year she. Uh, my brother dressed up as a uh, 
um, a carton of French fries from like McDonald's. Yeah, that's awesome. And so like she made the costume for him and we went to the local McDonald's and they gave him like a free thing of French fries. That's so were you cool. something oh, thematically yeah. connected? Were you like um, a burger? I was um I don't remember what I was that year. I remember like a variety of the costumes I did, but I don't specifically remember. What was Pikachu the, probably? What was the worst thing you guys ever were for Halloween? Like just something you don't you didn't want to be and you're like either your parents made you be it or just after the fact, like after you bought the costume or ordered it out of one of those magazines, you're like, this thing sucks. Um, I was, uh, our, our family was very poor and there was one year that I could tell looking back that we were much more poor than the other years. And, uh, there was a local restaurant in our town that both of my siblings worked at. And for you, those of you who don't know, there is a very large man outside of that restaurant that holds a very large space machine. If you guys know uh, what I'm talking about. I do. Um, but anyways, uh, there was a year that my mom just gave me a t-shirt and a hat of that establishment <laughs> and said, look, you're an employee of that establishment. Now oh my go God. trick or treat. Oh, that's awesome. That's so, I like it. <laughs> I remember one year I dressed up as the large man and it was literally just like some clothes that we got from like Goodwill that we spray painted certain colors. And then um, for the helmet, it was uh, like a plastic... Uh, like a, a plastic like planting pot and uh, they cut like a hole in the front so I could have my face stick yeah. through Dude, and it like my picks. dad like spray painted it silver. I want to see those pics if you got them. I'm sure my mom's got some somewhere I should ask her. <laughs> Rico, how about you? Uh, nothing stands out as like something that I didn't want to be, um, honestly. Um, yeah. You're lucky. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> I'm sure there's something. If I if I had like pictures from back then, I'm sure there's something. Um, but for the candy, it's mostly same as you, Scott. Chocolate, but uh, some sour mixed in as well. Good I remember uh, sorting through those magazines. Do you guys always get those like a couple months before Halloween that had like all the different costumes and stuff in there? Oh yeah, for sure. And like they totally robbed you because you'd order the costume and it would like show it with like like a ninja costume and then it would show like the kid with like like throwing stars on his belt and he'd have like two swords and you'd get the costume and it would say like weapons not included you're like ah shit so they swindled me but one year my mom made me not not just like she physically made it because my dad did but my mom forced me to be a fucking garbage can for halloween mm. and we had like an old rubber one she made my dad cut out the bottom part and then he made a harness out of duct tape uh, and then I had to wear, I wore the, the garbage can, like, like a, basically like a barrel that we were joking about in one of the previous episodes. Oh yeah. Um, like and then per, like a poor person. Yes. And then the lid they made into like a stupid, they like fitted it to a hat and my dad used that like insulating foam and, uh, spray painted it like some fluorescent color. So it was supposed to be like a radioactive garbage can. Cause my mom saw it. I'm like. I don't know, some stupid fucking magazine. I'm like, I don't want to be this. I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to go with my friends. We're going to be running through the neighborhoods to go get as much candy as possible. And I'm in a fucking garbage can. Mom, I'm 14. Yeah. <laughs> it would be like you and your friends. It'd be like, you've got one kid in the scream mask, one kid dressed up as 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre kid, and then you as a garbage can. Yeah, I actually <laughs> think one of them was the scream mask, but it was like the one that was like so well made that you could like squeeze the bulb and like blood would like circulate through the yeah. through the oh, face. Yeah, yeah my duct tape harness broke, so I have like half of a trash can falling off me, and I'm like <laughs> trying to carry it, and then the um like the little parts of it like it wasn't like completely smooth on the bottom so it would like dig into my leg i'm like i don't want to do this what are you trying to tell me when you <laughs> the fact that i'm going to be a garbage can what are you trying to say your radioactive trash yeah i'm guessing you got a lot of houses that asked what are you supposed to be <laughs> yeah i'm the middle child in my family it's it's hot it's hot trash <laughs> your parents just like physically and mentally like harmed you with that one yeah, decision to I make don't, you a garbage kid. I don't remember my dad even asking me, like, is this something you want to do? It's just my mom's like, nope, this is what you're going to be. I'm like, I want to be like, I want to be Sub-Zero from Mortal Come Kombat. Here, garbage boy. Yeah. <laughs> People I was always jealous of the kids who like, so like my parents growing up, they, they never wanted me to dress up as anything like bloody or scary, which is like a fair, like elementary school kids probably shouldn't be dressing up as like, a fucking serial killer or whatever but like they always they made our costumes up until the end of elementary school so it always had to be something homemade and like i never got to buy like a, a ready-made costume which on reflection is like a good it was a good bonding experience for me and my parents but on the other hand it's like fuck i wanted to dress up as something scary at one point mm-hmm. never got to still can smitty yeah, like you'd see like in elementary school, you get you see kids who'd like dressed up as like Jason or like Freddy Krueger and stuff. And so somebody like eight years old dressed up in a, a Jason mask is kind of odd. Yeah, but to be fair, there's also like 30 people walking around with the same exact costume. So there's nothing special That's about it at that point. So, yeah, I like I uh, it. Uh, oh. Oh, go ahead. God. Scott, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was going to like kind of change it just a tiny bit so if you're still on topic i don't want to take over i'm still on topic so well uh mine was just in reference to like now making costumes as an adult like if you get invited to a last minute halloween party there's one year i grabbed a a case of dosa keys and i just put on a blazer and had a name tag that said hello my name is and i just put most interesting man and i just spray painted my beard and my hair uh gray and i just walked around with an open beer and people like that's sick i'm like i I bought Super five easy. cent hairspray nice. and a case nice. of beer. <laughs> um, I genuinely enjoy, and this this is probably big in the last few years, and I've seen this a couple times, including last year in my neighborhood. Uh, those inflatable T Rex costumes yes. are so fucking good. Yeah, yeah they are. I, I cool. love them so much. Dude, I, one I, year when they first started doing those inflatable costumes, I had uh, it was the one where like they had like the little legs that come off the side, and it was a bowl that was like bucking or whatever. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever until my fucking batteries on the fan died, like halfway through <laughs> trick or treating, and I'm just like walking around with a deflated costume. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have a video from when I went bowling once, and someone uh, girl wore. With the T-Rex outfit and bold in it. It's pretty funny. That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some modern traditions like that that I really like. Um, I also really enjoy the like the 40-foot tall skeletons that some houses have these I, days. I love those so much. That's my they're, favorite they're amazing. decor. I want to buy just, one so bad. I just drove through our though. hometown, and there's one on like one of the main streets, and I thought it was pretty cool. I'd never seen that before. 
Yeah. Some people keep them up all year and like dress them up for different holidays and things instead of having to take them down. That's fucking amazing. I love that. I like that they just have to get like a, I don't know, 40 foot ladder to put a Santa hat on top of the skeleton. (laughs) It's better than taking it down and having to put it in the back of the garage again. Oh, totally. It's probably like the entire shed thousand parts. (laughs) And it probably is so heavy to put up. It's 206 Mm. individual bones. You have to, the instructions (laughs) are like, and the shoulder bones connected to the arm bone. (laughs) (laughs) But not how to actually put it together. Washers and shit that you have to keep track of. Ligaments sold separately. <laughs> it's all Ikea, so it's just pictures. <laughs> and wooden dolls. <laughs> and wooden dolls. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Bo, are you satisfied? <laughs> Thanks, Bo. For <laughs> <laughs> real, though. Halloween's like my favorite season. I love Halloween so much. Uh, it's, I, I'll, I'll admit like, I'm really, um, I, I like Halloween. I, I do, but just the entire fall season, I fucking love the, the colors, man. I love oh, yeah. pumpkins cool and shit air. like that. Like we, we have like six pumpkins in front of our house, like the white ones, the orange ones, the green ones that are covered in warts. I just, I just, I fucking love the, I fucking love the look. This is like an anti rant because like fall yeah. is so fun. Like, cause I, I wish, so like they have the Christmas time season. I wish they did something a little bit more for Halloween to like extend it some, because I love the whole, <clears throat> the whole harvest season. I love watching scary movies. I love seeing everybody dress up their yards and like the kids get so excited for like Halloween crafts and things. It's just like, that's my shit. I love it. I've been buying. So this year I've bought, a couple of like patterned like Hawaiian shirts because I'm an art teacher, so I can get away with wearing like loud shirts now. And uh, I've got two that have like Halloween patterns on them. And like, I get so excited to wear them now. Like one of them has like a bunch of like jack-o'-lanterns on it. And the other one has like cartoon skulls and like, nobody says anything, but I'm just like, this is an awesome shirt. I love this shirt so much. No one's saying anything, but I, I, I know they know. Yeah. Those those kids notice. Can you guys believe it's fall? I certainly I can't. It. What's next? Winter? <laughs> we just carved uh, pumpkins last night with my son for the first time. That was pretty cool. Oh, hell he yeah. Not, he didn't really do it. <laughs> Stuck <laughs> his hand in for like what half a do? second. He pulled it right back out. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, he tried. Here's a few the times, knife, son. Go just, ahead. Nope. Yeah, yeah, he he didn't really understand that part, but I, I do remember like having every year when we would carve them, you really had to like work yourself up to get like your first handful in there, because like the first time you're like your hand touches the side of it, you're like, oh god, it's all gross and it's sticky and it's, and then after you're like, fuck it, and it's it's like jumping into a, a cold pool for the first time. Mm-hmm. My wife I've, is still like that. She doesn't like it. I've literally carved jack-o'-lanterns every year since I was old enough to carve jack-o'-lanterns. So, like, I don't know, since I was, like, seven or eight. It's just, like, that is the one. Like, even if I'm just getting lazy for the Halloween season, like, that is the one thing I still do. Because, like, that's my favorite thing. I love carving uh, jack-o'-lanterns. It's so fun. You roast the seeds? Um, Sometimes, not every time. Um, it, it, there have been a lot of times where like, I'll gather them all up and like, I'll start to pick them out of the guts 
And then like halfway through picking them out, I'm just like, this is way too much work for a snack. I'm not really going to enjoy that much. <laughs> Pumpkin seeds are not that good to chew on. They're like way too chewy. I'll buy I them from the gas station. Like they're fucking like, bomb. Yeah, I don't It's not worth it. They are the a lot of work. They are a lot of work. I went through a phase where I was like, ah, I'm not going to do sunflower seeds because pumpkin seeds are so much cooler and you don't have to, you don't have to shell them. And then you just sit there and you chew and chew and chew and chew. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right, fuck this. All right. Are we collectively warm? Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm hot. Um, Well, Rico, we said we're going to put you adjacent to mid show. That way we can have adjacent rants. Uh, so let's go with, uh, let's go with Scott. Okay. Got a little bit of uh, background with my question this week. Have y'all seen the wizard of Oz? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I would hope so. Is that a movie you guys could safely say that like everybody has seen at least once? Maybe. Probably not. Judging by the tone of your question. No, I'm just curious. I, I feel like that's a movie everybody's seen. I don't know if I've ever met anybody that hasn't seen the original. No, I don't I'm really ask. Sure, yes. That's if true. they've not seen it, they're at least aware of it because it's just so deep into our pop culture. Yeah. Yeah, that, that part's true. So uh I was I was thinking about uh about the end of that movie, and I don't wanna I don't wanna spoil anything for those of you that may not have seen it. Um <laughs> this 110-year-old movie, spoilers. <laughs> so uh at the end of the movie, or the whole point of it is Obviously, Dorothy, uh, the Scarecrow, the Tin Man, and the Lion go up to the wizard and make wishes, correct? Mm-hmm. And at the end, the wizard, you find out, is not a real wizard and gives them some bullshit prizes and then explains, like, oh, you had courage all along and you always had brains and you always had a heart, you know, shit like that. So at the end, I'm going to break down what the wizard actually gave them. And my important question is, who did the wizard fuck over the hardest? So, okay. uh, let's see here. The scarecrow, um, goes to the wizard and asks for a brain, but he got the wizard pulls out from a pile of identical scrolls. He pulls one of them out of the pile, uh, unwraps it, opens it up and says, scarecrow, I give you the honorary degree of a THD, which is the doctor of thinkology. Okay. <laughs> Uh, okay again it came from a pile where like three of them were super identical so you know that's not specific to the scarecrow um the cowardly lion got a medal that says courage and then was welcomed as an honorary member of the legion of courage according to the wizard and then tin man got a flavor flave looking ass uh necklace that's a clock um inside of a heart and I, I don't even know if that thing was wound. I don't know if it even had batteries, if it worked. Uh, but that's what he got. And then uh, Dorothy got to go home. Uh, so who got Scarecrow? Scarecrow, definitely. You think so? Yeah. Oh, 100%, man. A, a bullshit degree from a non-accredited university. <laughs> and like the other, like, so first of all, the, the lion wanted something that wasn't tangible. He wanted courage. So, I mean, to give him something that's not tangible in the first place is is on par with what he wanted the tin man got something tangible in the form of his clock inside of a fake ass heart the scarecrow got dick man he got a piece of paper like he wanted a brain he didn't get anything brain adjacent at, at all so i i gotta i gotta go scarecrow yep no he got a he got a doctor of thinkology bro yeah, from where you think that from cost? fucking where from the wizard i don't know i don't know if that holds an accreditation in oz 
Probably um, still like two hundred grand. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, <laughs> doctorate, right? I That's like eight years of work condensed into a two-hour movie. So I guess that is pretty impressive. Two yeah. hours? Is that really a two-hour movie? Probably not. It's probably ninety minutes. I was going to say because I, yeah. I feel like two hours is a long time for, especially something that back then. I think when was that made? Like forties or thirties? I think it was thirty-nine. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I, two hours would be a lot. <laughs> That's a long movie. Well, it was an thirty-nine on the head. It's in one hour and fifty-two minutes, so it's actually pretty close. Oh, hot damn. damn! I do remember the beginning of the movie because I watched it in the last like ten years. Um, and before it, they go into like, ooh, the whole movie's in color now. The mm-hmm. beginning part of the movie drags. Oh yeah, it's it not it's not interesting or exciting in the least bit. Yeah. I mean, a tornado happens, but, you know, yeah, it's not that exciting. And then, ooh, midgets. You know what's bull- <laughs> you know what's bullshit? is like, exotic. Like, at the end, she wakes up, so the entire thing was a dream. Why the fuck should we give a shit what happened in Oz? Because it wasn't even real. Um, I mm. think there's a connection, because, like, it, it, the Scarecrow, the Tin Man, and the Lion, don't they represent actual people in Dorothy's family? Yeah, they, like, worked in her farm or something. Yeah, right. And each one of them needed like courage, brains, and heart to do something. And I, I, I can't fucking remember what, but I, I think there was some sort of loose connection there. Let me, let me throw in another thing here. Speaking of speaking of Dorothy, all, th- all of them went to the wizard with wishes. Dorothy's wish never got answered by the wizard. He's like, uh, actually, I gotta catch this hot air balloon, and I gotta get the fuck out of here. It was Glenda who gave Dorothy the ability to go home, not the wizard. The wizard didn't have fucking shit to do with any of that. Uh, deferment but- still counts. So <laughs> I don't think he even. I, I think basically at this point he's like, "Oh, I gave you some friends and you got here, but uh, you could have gone home like forty-five minutes ago if you wanted." Also, he was a snake oil fucking scam artist. Yeah, that's true. Like he got, and he got to go away. He got to leave after like being an authoritarian dictator over the fucking Emerald City for how many years? And they just let him go. The uh, the wizard also had a role in Dorothy's life prior to the whole Oz thing. I think he actually was like uh, peddling some kind of bullshit thing that, and she ran into him. I thought. I don't remember any of this. Like I thought the black and white stuff was solely about her. And her her dog, and I didn't know there were like extra extra uh, like metaphorical characters. Yeah, the witch was there too. Well, she, I knew yeah, that they, yeah. they were yeah. all part of it. Yeah, it's maybe been they a just hot did, minute since I've seen this. Like I said, the, the beginning of it drags, and I don't think they do a good enough job connecting the dots at the beginning. Because I, I remember watching that a few times, even like again in the last ten years. And you have to point out the fact that, like, oh, like, that's the same actor that played the Tin Man. But, like, they dressed him up so differently. It's like, oh, I, I guess they kind of look the same. There's, like, like would have never connected that that was, like, Dorothy's uncle. Yeah. Like, the way they tell stories in movies has changed really dramatically from then to now. Um, another good example of that, this reminds me really heavily of, uh, like, the end of the movie Psycho. Um, like, audiences needed somebody at the end to come in and explain what happened in the movie. So like the last couple minutes of that movie is just somebody talking to the audience to be like, this is what happened. And this is the resolution. 
Because audience were stupid. Even as I've a, never seen that. That sounds terrible. Yeah. As I a, mean, the rest of the movie is perfect, but the, you can skip the last couple minutes. As a kid, I, I thought I The Wizard it? of Oz was actually like well done. Obviously, I was a kid that didn't develop taste, but like I, I recognized like some of Dorothy's family were were the people in the movie and like I knew it was a dream and shit like that. And I was like, oh okay. I haven't watched it necessarily as an adult and and to add on to that, I haven't watched it as a cynical asshole. Like I feel like there's probably like a lot of good things that I could probably get a deeper understanding for some of the uh like the reasons why they chose like certain themes with the the lion or whatever, um, or the scarecrow. But I also feel like now I just watch them like, well this is stupid. Like watching the, a YouTube clip to find exactly what the wizard gave, like when he first answers the door, or they have like a doorkeeper, I'm like, that's the same fucking guy as the wizard. <laughs> and like that shit I didn't recognize when I was a kid. I was like, it's the same fucking dude. Is there only one guy that, that works here? <laughs> it's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Um, isn't there like a pretty well known fact that like the stuff that they used to paint Tin Man ended up killing him? Like the actual actor? Uh, I, I don't think it's it like killed I'm, him. I, I think it got I, I think I think they like put lead, lead based paint all over him because <laughs> I think that myth was also mixed with one of the early James Bond movies where they painted a woman gold and she almost like died or something. Oh yeah, because she like overheated or they, something. They ended up doing it on MythBusters like three times, and I don't remember a single result of that. Uh, mm. Apparently, the actor that played Tin Man did go to the hospital. I, I don't know if he eventually succumbed to illness because of this, but uh, he was painted with pure aluminum. Oh, and, shit. Uh, <laughs> frequent lung ingestion of aluminum sent Buddy Ebsen to the hospital. Uh, it, was, he, it was the late had, 30s. Yeah, he had problems with severe cramping in his hands, arms, and legs and difficulty breathing. God Jesus. Damn. Poor guy. Remind me not to paint my entire body with aluminum. Yeah. We put like a little, like a touch of aluminum in our deodorant. We start freaking out. This guy went, I I almost said went to the hospital, but in the thirties, it's just a house with like two beds next to each other. And a guy that comes in the room is like, yeah, you're, uh, I don't know. I guess they just sprayed him down with the hose. The leeches didn't work. (laughs) Give him more cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) We got to smoke the toxins out. Like this was way before there were like proper health and safety for any sort of like studio stuff. Cause like Judy Garland was on like amphetamines for that movie. And she was like in her mid teens because like she was expected to stay like really skinny and also like work insanely long hours. Like as a child actress, no less. Yeah. It's like it was fucked up. And then I mean, things also- really gotten better. Uh, Alec Baldwin shot a dude. So. I, I was just gonna say. Well, <laughs> it was a it was a lady, and also he uh, that was the a armorer's lady. fault, and the armor was non-union. So I think there's a lot of people at fault there, but that's not the point of this question, and I don't really give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> but the the other myth that you hear about that movie is like you can see like uh, one of the little people like had hung themselves in the background, and it's like visible in one of the scenes. But that's like that's like complete bullshit. I thought they were Holy also shit. confused that that was like an mm-hmm. ostrich or something or like a peacock or some weird thing, and it like nah, just goes back up know. into the tree. I I heard <laughs> that myth growing up, and like I looked it up at some point. It's like that's bullshit. I remember rewinding the VHS of it and trying to be like, I I see something. I don't know what that is back there, and it definitely was not a Munchkin hanging himself. The uh the Pink Floyd connection though is really popular too though with uh Dark Side of the Moon. 
which I I've never done that. And we're probably past like, that's even before our generation, but like, that's a pretty, pretty well-known uh, pop culture thing about the movie too. I've heard that, but I, d- I don't know exactly what it's referencing. Can you explain that? It's like, and I've never done this and I don't know it perfectly, but it's like, if you start the Pink Floyd album, dark side of the moon at a specific time, it's like one of the lion roars at the beginning of, um, the credits for like the logos of, uh, the wizard of Oz, as you go through the movie, like certain lyrics will match up with what's happening on the screen. Interesting. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, um, because of that movie, I thought Munchkin was like actually one of those interchangeable words for little people. Like it was like one of, like it was it was like almost like a medical term. Like oh, like this this one's a, this guy's a Munchkin. <laughs> a medical term. It's like probably until I was like six or seven years old, I was like oh, I I don't think that was a don't think that was actually a thing. Nope. And now I, it's interchangeable with fucking donut holes. <laughs> a, a munchkin's just a small munch. It's so fuck, fuck you. <laughs> took my second for. It took my brain a second to catch up to that, Scott. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, satisfied. So, so, would you say it was oh. a scarecrow for sure? That Dave's the only one that gave a definitive answer. Oh, shit, I think scarecrow right. for sure. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, the lion can yeah. steal valor with his fucking metal and get free yeah. drinks at a bar, mm-hmm. and the Tin Man can keep time. Hopefully, I guess. What if the cl- what if the clock was fucking broke? I, I if you haven't seen it, I urge you just Google a picture of what this fucking clock looks like because the thing's so stupid. It's like on a chain, right isn't it? Yeah, it's like on a, it's on a flavor yeah. flave chain. Like you're supposed to be wearing a giant clock necklace. Yeah. He's going to like be outside and rust in the rain and somebody's just going to loot it off of him. <laughs> I feel like they'd actually like walk back and be like, actually, I don't want this thing. That looks stupid. I don't. Can I pawn this? <laughs> yeah, I'm satisfied enough. All right. Uh, Rico, we are now rant adjacent. So let's move into your question. Okay. My question is, what are some common lies that we just kind of put up with or don't think about? Um, My example, being the kind of rant thing, sort of, um, is the lift handle and press button on gas pumps. Um, Because usually you just have to take the pump out of the slot and just start pumping when it tells you to pump. Um, Sometimes you have to press the button at some pumps. But I... I've like kind of grown so accustomed to just taking it out of the slot and just doing the thing um, what? that what? what? Yeah. You have to select your grade of gasoline though. Sometimes you don't. Yeah. Some it, just, you just it just pull defaults it out and it to knows. like, they know you want 85 or 87 or whatever the fuck the, the yeah, lowest is. Yeah. When you pull it out, it like recognizes that. Some of them don't even have multiple grades. Sometimes it'll just have the unleaded. That's it. That part makes sense. But what if you pulled out the gas pump and it auto- automatically selects fucking premium for you? It's too good for my car. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It, I don't know. Do, so, do gas you pumps really default to to the cheapest unleaded if you don't select? I'm talking about pumps that have like multiple, like one pump, one thing for each thing. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, like there's a there's it's a nozzle oh, for each. If it's like yeah, a nozzle. Thank you. Unless it's like a nozzle for diesel and a nodded for only eighty five or eighty seven unleaded. Yeah, okay. Right, I haven't seen yeah, a gas station sense. like that in a long time. Yeah. Yeah, neither have I. I. I feel like now it's like one nozzle pumps all three, and then there's one for diesel. Yeah. Hmm. All the ones around me have like one for each, but um, anyway, some of them you have to press a button. Some of them you just pull it out. Some of them you have to lift a handle, but I haven't run into one where you actually have to lift a handle in a very long time, so I've just grown accustomed to like, yeah, you just pull it out and it works. Um. So I went to one the other day and it said lift a handle and I was like, nah, it's fucking bullshit. And so I pulled it out and it wasn't working and I still didn't even think about like lifting the handle because usually they're just like solid. I'll, yeah. I'll like try lifting the handle and it just fucking stuck there. It doesn't yep. actually do anything. Sure. Um, even though it blatantly tells you to do it. So I pressed the button because it said press the button and the button didn't depress or like do anything when I pressed it. And I'm just like, well, what the fuck do I do here? Do I go to a different pump? And then finally I'm like, uh, I guess I'll lift the handle. So I lifted the handle and it fucking lifted and it worked immediately. And I felt like an idiot, but I was like, I've been lied to this whole time that, you know, whatever. Um, and yeah, so I what, are, what are some other common? So there's like not a universal like sequence of steps for any of this stuff. Like why, why is it all just a jumble? Like get on the fucking same page for Christ's uh, sake. Because we here yeah. in the United States believe in free market enterprise and, and don't like anything to be standardized across the board. Cause you know, you know, we want to keep, keep prices low. So some of us, some of them you have to lift the handle. Some, some of them you Innovations. don't. True. Innovations. <laughs> Shouldn't the best method win out though in that scenario? It's like, like a, a it's like a Pepsi and Coke thing. Both of them are equally good, arguably, even though the the Coke one is better. I have seen uh, to like, you know, help with your point. I've seen more um, of those gas pumps where it says lift the handle on handles that are not liftable, and that pisses me off so much. It's like, what's the? Are you just fucking with me at this point? Like everybody that pulls up in the gas station, they have like the clerk that's looking out, like watch him. He's gonna he's gonna lift the handle. Fucking idiot pulled it. <laughs> we put the wrong instructions on this on purpose yeah. as a joke. I mean, if that brings a minimum wage worker a little bit of joy, then that's that's fucking nice. Well, fuck yeah, because I've I've definitely been that guy, Rico, where I'm like, this this gas pump doesn't work. So you get out and you drive to another one, and then you realize <laughs> that you actually had to lift the handle, and you're like, oh, all right, I'm a giant asshole. Mm-hmm. I I have. An example, I, I think. I don't know if this is a lie for everyone, but this is a lie for me. Um, I recently had an interview for a uh, internal position at my work, and my wife asked me if I was going to write the person that interviewed me a thank you email. Um, and if, my answer, of course, is going to be yes, because like I'm paranoid that I have to go through the motion of all these things. Um, but I also sat on the other side of that for like four years i interviewed people for jobs and um you're told that you have to like write this thank you letter and that like that's going to be the differentiating factor between you and someone else but the fact of the matter is like your interview itself is what actually matters mm -hmm. and like i've had a ton of people that like interviewed and then wrote me a thank you letter and i was like great i wasn't going to go with you or like <laughs> great i was already going to choose you um like the thank you letter meant literally nothing to me so you think it might mean better if you have like two candidates or you're like well 
they're they're both equally qualified. They both presented themselves well. One person doesn't write one, and one person does follow it up and helps summarize stuff. It's like, well, that person looks like a little bit more generous. They took the time. They paid attention. Like, would it ever like it would probably be a better tiebreaker? Maybe if it ever came down to that, where there were like two candidates, and I le- legitimately could not decide. Yeah. Um, but it, for at least for me, it never came down to that. Yeah, I've I haven't interviewed a ton uh, other people, but I've had instances where they wrote a letter and it like did not impact my decision at all. Yeah. But yeah, I I've gone through like different phases in my life where I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna write them a thank you letter, and then half the time, I, the other half of the time, I just forget. And I've gotten jobs in both scenarios, so it's like whatever. It's like, did I did I stumble my way through that interview? Yes. Okay, not getting that one. Yeah. Right. Maybe you dumpster an interview and then you send a thank you and then they respond with like, no way in hell are you getting this job, pal. You should not have dressed up as a garbage can, idiot. <laughs> you didn't wear shoes to this interview. <laughs> I almost wonder if it's like better to like list your faults. Like if you're if you're going to an interview and you know it was a dumpster fire, afterwards when you write up like your thank you and your summary, just be like, look. I recognize that this was not my best performance and you did not get to see the best of me. Um, like almost try to like bring the humanity back to it. Like mm-hmm. would that, do you think that would be a good thing or a bad thing? Or, or again, like what would that even matter? I've literally done something similar to that. Not exactly like um, my nose is too big. I'm sorry, but it was more <laughs> like um in programming interviews where I couldn't like just barely couldn't get the solution and it bothered me. So I went, I like, you know, after the interview, I went and figured it out and emailed them like, Hey, I realized what I was doing wrong. Um, here's my like updated solution to the problem. Um, still didn't get it, but they were like the, the person who interviewed me who, you know, is not probably making an actual decision. Um, got back to me and they're like yeah that, you know that's good and then yeah didn't get it anyways but um there I don't know. there was a job i considered doing that too as well and it was within the last four months i think um i had flown back out for a camping trip with my family and on the last day we stayed out late uh together um and i had a flight at four in the morning so I had to get up really fucking early, drive to the airport, um, do that whole shit. And then I got home and I had an interview at like 1230 in the afternoon, um, which are, mind you, it was a two hour time difference because I went from mountain time to East Coast time. So it's like I woke up at like 230 in the morning on Jesus. like three hours of sleep. And I had an interview at 1230 mountain time in the afternoon. So like that interview, I knew when I was done, I was like this this whole thing is fucked. Um, like I did not answer any of these questions. Well, I totally bombed it. Like if, if I wrote it in email afterwards and said like, Hey, just so you know, like this is the situation I was coming back to. You did not see the best of me. I'm, I'm pretty sure just going along with like the theme of like your email doesn't matter. It wouldn't have fucking mattered, but I wonder if it's just more humanizing to sum up the fact that like you're a better person than what they saw. Yeah, probably a little situational, I'd say. Yeah, but that's my answer. 
I'm really I'm struggling to think of anything. <laughs> uh, I have been to a couple places, and this kind of is like a little bit of a callback to the lifting up the handle and making the joke that they did it on purpose. Um, I've seen places where they put like the like a door on, and they'll put the push or the pull on the side that's like opposite from what you would normally do. Like I've seen one with a legitimate pull handle, and it says push, and I'm like, this is you're fucking with me here. And I don't know, <laughs> like I'm going to have a stroke looking at this door. Cause it's just like the single handle in the middle where you would think that you would just pull it towards you. And it says push. It's an actual push door, but it's confusing as fuck. Are you sure it just doesn't go both ways? Uh, no. Cause I did try that. Cause I was like, I, I want to know if I'm a, like a dumbass or. <laughs> it's pretty nice when you get a door that could literally do like, that could, it could do it all. Yeah. Why don't but work I, doors do that? Like a, <laughs> like a, like a, what do you call those? The the doors that a keep swinging. Door. Yeah, saloon the hin- door. The hinge work hinge works both ways, man. Yeah, saloon door. It doesn't fucking block out anything at, yeah, at all. Just go it's, over or under. It's actually useless. Yeah, takes up the middle third of the doorway. Every every public building should have saloon doors, hospitals, mm-hmm. everything. <laughs> I'll have to like make like the creaky like when it opens and then slap shut so that everybody like snaps their head, turns to look, and who just came in the door. You think it's like um, a dusty ass cowboy, but it's actually like some dude with chest pain that needs to get to the emergency room. It's the <laughs> FedEx driver drop off a package. This is a again. I don't know if this necessarily is like a physical lie, but the. I don't have, have we already talked about how tipping culture is bullshit? Yes. Yeah, we've gone into that. Yes. Okay. I, I've made a conscious decision in the last uh like month or so that the twenty percent thing is made up and it's fucking horseshit because fifteen used to be really generous. Um, so I'm consciously deciding to go back to fifteen. Even though most places default line with a tablet to eighteen as the lowest option, but most places def- default it to 23 and then you have to click back to 20. Tw- I, I see 20 as the default, but like the as far as like the default selection screen, 18 is the lowest that I see. And then it's usually 20 and then 25. There, there's got to be a tipping point here because like how, how long till the default gets to be like 25% and then people are just going to be like, okay, we're not tipping at all anymore. Well, that's the thing. Like, we've already accepted that like twenty percent is the standard tip, and I I feel like we kind of need some sort of like I'm not going to be the asshole that doesn't tip because I know people rely on that shit. Mm -hmm. But there is definitely a tipping point, and unless there's like some sort of counter movement that's going to push it back to fifteen, it's going to end up at twenty five. Well, it it, it probably won't. Tipping point. I just want to say tipping point as well. Yeah, Rico keeps keeps laughing every time you guys say tipping point. Yeah, I, I feel like there's going to be a point though where tipping point. What what kind of point? Yeah, a, a tipping point? A tipping point? Uh, where the percentage gets so high, and then enough people just stop tipping altogether, and then I feel like that could potentially lead to these service workers getting a proper like wage instead of having to rely on tips. There's no fucking chance. You don't think so? Mm-mm. No. Maybe it's there's just not a goddamn little, chance in hell. They'll, they'll make them independent thinking. contractors before they do that shit. Ugh, man, the gig economy is so fucked up. I I guarantee you, there's something like that in the fucking works, man. There there's like a a gig 
waiter or waitress program or like some shit like that where you could like go work at a restaurant as a gig as an independent contractor file a 1099 and you're not owed like you're not owed shit yeah that's fucked up yeah but like one week you pick up a shift at texas roadhouse the next week you go to like a ma and pa restaurant that's like desperate for help and you go up to them you're like what are your specials today they're like i don't fucking know man i I don't know anything about this menu i have no home i have no loyalty (laughs) to this company i just go wherever the fuck i need to go just Uber for gig workers. You just get your you're a, a waiter or some sort of wait staff and you just go to a bunch of different restaurants as they need wait staff. That'd be yeah. weird. You're you go into a you go into a table at like let's just stick with Texas Roadhouse. You scan a QR code, it pages some dude to get off of his fucking couch and drive to the restaurant and he just walks in and sweats he's like hey my name's jake i'll be your waiter this evening you put in <laughs> i think you just need like one person there because like they're i've already seen like a ton of restaurants where it's just like they they put like a little uh tablet almost thing on your table mm-hmm. and you just place the order there or it's like a qr code and you have to do it all on like on your phone and then yeah. they bring you your food it's like you don't need a waiter there to like tell you the specials or actually know how anything works you just need someone to bring a plate to a table Right. And I was thinking it would just be like the the managers puts the put the shift on uh on the app and then people just sign up for it and then attend. Right. I think but like that's just the most miserable shit that I can think of at the moment. If you just did the same thing and instead of having a waiter, just have like a little train with like your uh, your food come out like in a big circle, just stops at your table. That'd, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's eliminate more jobs because I like belt. it delivered by a train. Like one of those those sushi Definitely. carousel restaurants. Yeah. But every plate has like ribs or a burger or like <laughs> a big thing, a coleslaw or like a, and like a Texas pit barbecue place. Yeah. It's just a train full of peanuts. <laughs> Just grab a Loose handful. Peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> Loose peanuts. That That's the worst thing to put in your, your trick or treat and stuff. Like without the shell, just like the actual nut itself. Oh, what if you yeah, gave them loot, like loot. just the ones that you couldn't crack with your hands <laughs> yeah. for some reason? So it's like you got half the peanut open, but that bottom part won't crack. You're like, oh, just give that to the kids. <laughs> just thinking like you have like the big bucket of mixed nuts, but it's like seventy five percent peanuts. And when the kids come, you just like give them all like a handful of loose nuts. Uh. <laughs> I love around this time where you'll see pictures on the internet where people will have like silly things they're giving out where it's like, it'll have a a bunch of bags of Sprite and be like, take one per child or uh, the the, one recently too. Did you see the one recently where it was like a bucket and it said like one pierogi per child? Yeah, that's the one. The pierogi one. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Proogies kick ass. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I got satisfied. Yeah. 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 I'm at my tipping point with this question. We can can move on. Uh, All right. You guys need to give at least 23% more after the fact, and then then we can move on. Uh, We're going to move on. Oh. (laughs) Let me pull up my rant and also play the theme. nice <laughs> welcome to rant hell yeah i thought that's called a theme <laughs> i like the that's name the of the segment rant yeah 
Not we're going to rant. It's just rant. It's just rant. This is the part of the show where we rant. rant. Uh, Boys, my rant today. Why the fuck do I have to know everything about the goddamn shirt I'm wearing? It's like I, I was uh, I was out traveling this week and I bought a Denver Broncos hoodie. I don't actually like the Broncos, but it had their old logo on it. And I like the logo because it looks genuinely cool and it looks kind of classic. Uh, so I wore that when I was out on work travel and uh, a group of like four men came up to me while I was out in like a public setting and started asking me all these fucking questions because apparently the Broncos suck this year. So they came out to me and they're just like, do you think it's you think it's Jim McAfee's fault or do you think it's it's Jorge Domingo's fault? Whose fault do you think it is? And I was just like, don't fucking talk to me. And it got me to thinking about like the like you see like the kids and whatnot where like people make like TikToks where they approach a kid wearing like a Nirvana shirt and they're like, name four fucking songs, you motherfucker. Um, it's just who's the like, name of what? their bass player. Right. It's like all, all that fucking shit. Like I, I fucking hate the fact that like all of a sudden I'm like responsible for the goddamn logo. Like I'm the coach of the Denver Broncos because I donned a fucking hoodie. What was your answer to them? Um, I think I just laughed and said like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, just, like, I just like horses. Do you think it's A or B? Yeah, you know, <laughs> just like horses. Yeah, a little column A, a little column B, you know, something. Oh, really I thought this was Secretariat. This is Sea Biscuit. <laughs> I do see kids with like shirts very often. Even I see shirts by kids that they have no idea that they're even bands, and that I mean it's fine. Like yeah, who gives a whatever? Fuck? But it is kind of I guess it's odd to like wear something that you don't you like you don't even fundamentally understand what it is. Kid walking around in a Cannibal Corpse T-shirt. Uh, it was a Wu Tang Clan shirt. I had a, a seventh a grader. Uh, well, it's a, it's a hip hop group. I thought it, I thought it was a brand. <laughs> well, that's what people probably think it is at this point because they're yeah. so common. But he was wearing a. It was like eleven year old white kid wearing a Wu Tang Clan shirt, and like I wanted to go up to him and be like, "Oh, it's a really good group. I love their first album." And he'd probably just be like, "What? what like are you that's a." About? That's a different comment than like challenging them to the shirt. Be like, oh, Wu Tang, right. I like those guys. Like, that's fundamentally different than like, huh, I bet you don't know shit about what you're wearing, asshole. Yeah. Well, that's because I'm not a dickhead about it. Cause I'm not, cause I know most of these kids don't know what they're wearing. So I'm, I'm just not going to be a dickhead. When you first brought this up, I thought you were talking about like the fucking instructions on how to properly launder your shirt. I'm like, what do you mean you have to know everything? I just fucking put a shirt on. I throw everything in the dryer or the washing machine on cold, and then I just throw it in the fucking dryer. You don't My even have to laundry. split them up anymore. You just wash whites and colors together God, now. I do it all on cold. We're we're inclusive here. Yeah. Or like if if I like, there's a ton of like different brands that have t-shirts, but I feel like for some reason it's sports and bands that like piss people off the most. Mm -hmm. Like if I wore a Dr. Pepper shirt, no one's going to assume that I'm like the CEO of Dr. Pepper and I know their secret recipe. Can you name or, like, all 23 if, if flavors? The, right. Like, like Lord forbid, like Dr. Pepper snapples, like their stock goes down and like some guy approaches you is like, what do you think the board's doing to correct this action? Huh? Motherfucker. You're wearing a snapple shirt and you're like, and somebody come up to you like, give me a random fact. <laughs> to be fair um, though that's that's why i only I wear like shirts of like things that i really really like 
Mm-hmm. In fact, the like the only shirt that I actually get compliments on, the only fucking thing I ever wear is a Star Wars shirt that just says Star Wars. It says 1977. And every time I wear that shirt when I'm out in public, somebody's like, that's a nice shirt. I'm like, thanks. Thanks, man. Doesn't Until they fucking so, challenge you. Yeah, uh, do it. Do it. I dare you. I fucking dare you. I'm ready for it. The challenging thing is super weird, but also I, I also don't think it's weird to like assume that if you're wearing a sports shirt or a band shirt that you dislike, like that you don't know what that is or don't like it. Cause like I you think, paid for something that supports them. Right. I guess kind of in a way, I, I guess maybe to an extent, this is mostly just like, I'm a stranger. You're a stranger. Don't fucking talk to me. So maybe it's just me being a cynical asshole. Like if he made a comment on anything and it just so happened to be my shirt, I'd have, I'd have the same response. Just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those Levi jeans, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm satisfied. <laughs> Smitty. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. High my important energy. question. High energy. High energy. Yeah. Uh, my important question is: When was the last time some sort of like technological advancement wowed you? And is it possible to be wowed by technology anymore? Yes. I I know I mentioned it in another like episode, just kind of like a moment in passing or whatever, but I went to a, it was a Circle K gas station and they had a self-checkout, which first of all, self-checkouts at gas stations are, are like super strange uh, to me still. But this one, you didn't have to scan anything. You placed it on a mat and then it's like your total $6 and 94 cents. Like the circle the, k in our town has one of those now and like, it's it's pretty cool actually yeah i'm like how the fuck did you know i got a medium coffee and a bottle of water like i didn't i didn't fucking scan anything and it's mm-hmm. yeah it's the appropriate thing so that that blew my fucking mind when i first saw it i just used one of those for the first time like three weeks ago as well and i was like i, I genuinely did not know what it was and i know you had talked about this previously scott yeah but like that whole thing left my brain and then when i realized what it was at the end i was like oh that's that's what it is yeah so, so pretty cool. I've never seen one of these things in person or really even heard about it. I don't think is there like a camera looking at it or what? I think there's a camera on top, okay. and, but I don't know what else there is. I mean, a camera would be enough, I guess. I'm sure like, it, image detection and stuff. Is maybe it's a mix of like really a good. camera and a scale though. Yeah. I think it's a scale at least, but still that, that gets specific, especially a camera from up top. Like, how do you know? Like, I don't know. But how do you know the difference between like a bottle of Pepsi that's on sale two for five bucks versus uh, you know something else with like the same color cap or whatever that's not at the same price point? I'm just thinking like you need a scale in there as well, and at least like some perception from what's going on at the bottom, because like otherwise like you'll fill up your coffee cup with like Snickers bars, <laughs> which are arguably more expensive, and then try to check it out and then be like. This is a coffee cup, but it does not weigh as much as a cup of coffee will weigh. I gotta try that. You're I gotta defin- start putting physics, putting stuff in big gulp cups. See what I can get away with. <laughs> the machine starts asking, "Why is your why is your coffee so heavy?" <laughs> <laughs> Put extra creamer in it. <laughs> trying to reason with the scale. I feel like most of the technological advancements I've been impressed with lately have all been in the. All been related to music 
So like, I guess the iPhone didn't really impress me too much, but I really didn't use it until like the sixth generation anyways. Um, the iPod was like super fucking cool. And then more recently when like you could just get Spotify premium and have every song ever made at your fingertips, like that was really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You can think, but that's, that's not that. that's not really that's not really technology. That's just like a subscription program that impressed me. Well, it's still like technology in a, in a certain sense, but like I I would guarantee that Spotify is a response to people pirating music, and it's just like okay, we're we're gonna get every single song, and you could just pay like four bucks a month, and you can just have all of those songs. Yeah, but Apple Music started that, and. At least from my knowledge, like I remember Apple Music was a thing and they're like, hey, remember how you used to be able to take any song off any CD that you've ever owned and put it on your iPod? And I'm like, yeah. And then Apple goes, yeah, fuck you. We're getting rid of that. And you have to subscribe and you have to do this. And I'm like, OK, that's horse shit. And then Spotify is like, hey, man, we do the same thing as Apple Music, except we're not dickheads. And I've been a subscriber ever since. You could still go that route if you choose. Like my parents still have a uh, iPod Classics, which are the ones that hold like two hundred and something gigs of data. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I don't want to go that route. I don't want to like a separate device, and I want it to go in the same folder as all my other music. I don't even want a folder. I just want to click a button. Oh, I want to put it on my Spotify. Basically, I want to rip. I want to rip songs off old CDs and put it on my Spotify. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I do have. Most... Um, sorry, Rico. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Nope. nope. Okay. <laughs> the most recent thing I'll I'll be that guy is uh, Chat GPT because like it was such a huge step up um, in terms of like usable AI, I guess that you can that anybody can use. Um, also, you mentioning like streaming services, Netflix. They're like generally their like tech is really. Uh, I don't know. Impressive. Um, the fact that it like never goes down and it just works flawlessly all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like the the skipping intros feature was like super cool when it came out. Okay. Um, okay. Like, That's cool. pretty cool technologically. Um, I'm sure it's like not that crazy under the hood of like what they're doing to detect that, but still pretty cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. First two things that jumped out. I still get blown away by some CGI stuff. And and I think yeah. like now it's it's because CGI is so prevalent it's like wow that looks fake as fuck and it's like super easy to almost have it like kind of turn you off to a movie. But the 2014 era Godzilla movie and like the sequels and stuff, I feel like the CGI in that is so good. I'm like, "Oh, nope, I'm I'm convinced, man. This is just it's great shit." I haven't seen the new Avatar, but I've seen like clips and stuff. And just what they do with water is like game changing, mm-hmm. apparently. Um, it's pretty. And is like impossible to tell. But again, I haven't seen the whole movie, so I don't know. If, like, I've only seen clips, but mm-hmm. it's pretty impressive. For what it's worth, like ChatGPT did impress me too. I think it was to me, I don't use it anything outside of like gimmicks. And I'm sure there's a lot bigger impacts like Rico to to the field that you're in now. And I know for a fact that actually my company uses GPT for their own AI and machine learning and whatever the fuck that they're doing. But I, I'm just not connected to it. So my only connection to it was like, you know, Smitty told me that 
you could write a Seinfeld scene. So I was just like, huh, mm-hmm. write a Seinfeld scene about this. Or and then I do like a Frasier scene or whatever. Yeah, I do like three or four of those, and then I'd ask it like three or four more questions, and then I'd shut it off, and I'd be like, "That was fun." <laughs> yeah, and like so, I mean, it is impressive what it is, but I, I just I don't use it to its potential. So, so like anecdotally, um, I, I don't know. It goes through phases of like how like sometimes it gets less useful or whatever because they tweak it and stuff. But I will spend hours at work trying to figure something out like banging my head against the wall and then i'll realize oh i I should try a chat gpt and see if it'll help and 95 percent of the time it like tells me what i've been doing wrong in like a very succinct way and that's super nice yeah that's Um, really cool i don't know why i don't use it more often because it like saves me a ton of time sometimes it's hubris uh because then they're gonna replace you with it yeah but like uh, I don't know, I think my brain is just kind of wired to just try and figure out the the solution to the problem. When you know I could be using my brain power for more interesting things if I just got past that problem. Um, so I don't know. It is there's a cool. um, there's a lot of like medical advancements that I'll hear about that impress me a lot. Um, until I dig deeper into them and I realize that we're like still years away from like any of that shit. Like there was a, a Reddit article that was out within the last year that like the, the first ever person was like completely cured of HIV. It's like they have no HIV virus like left in them at all. Um, and then you read about it and then you realize like, Oh, this person also had like stage four lymphoma and they did this extremely experimental, procedure and like it's not actually worth it to do on a healthy individual who otherwise is hiv positive and like we're still years and years and years away from any sort of actual progress and like i hear the same as well for um oh shit sorry sorry i thought you were done i'm sorry no i was just gonna add on the alzheimer's one as well i keep hearing like they reverse alzheimer's and mice Mm -hmm. but like that's all i ever fucking hear is like they reversed alzheimer's in mice yeah I was going to say James Webb Space Telescope um, is insane. Um, like the fact that they were able to get it where they wanted it to be and make it work and stuff and like all the stuff that it's uh, seeing um, is super interesting and awesome. Um, I think it's, I don't know, it probably going to like revolutionize how some of like physics is done and whatever and science things and mm-hmm. cool man and i don't know math stuff yeah. whatever i only Black know holes. this thing in in I, name alone and i don't know what yeah. it does i only know how to fart in a vacuum to the moon yeah <laughs> beyond that i don't know um, it, it's it's like a it's like um I'm going to butcher this, but it's, it's a, a telescope in space that is in a, in a very specific spot where it can like see better and it's infrared and whatever. So it sees things differently than like how Hubble does. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, I wish like, see like, you know, way back in, in time, essentially like hundreds of millions of years or whatever. I wish for stuff like this, I could say something more than just like, whoa, neato. <laughs> because like I don't, like I fundamentally like I understand like the barest minimum for most of the stuff. Yeah. And like I know I'm the one asking the question here, but at the same time I'm just like it's become extremely obvious it's like man I don't pay enough attention to like technology advancements. 
I mean, as, like, as you can probably tell from the word salad coming out of my mouth, I'm, I'm in the same boat, but yeah. <laughs> the only answer I had was like a couple months ago, there were like articles written about some guys in Korea who had potentially discovered cold fusion in like some sort of laboratory environment and people were like losing their shit over it. And then I did, I haven't heard anything about it since. The so, cynic in me was was always thinking like because isn't the result of that like really cheap infinite energy i don't think it's infinite i think it's just extremely like a lot of energy that's generated very easily yeah so like the cynical part of me is just like this is a threat to any sort of energy production company that'll potentially cut the cost of what we pay them every single goddamn month so I don't, I don't know. There's just a part of me is just like, this is never going to go anywhere because people don't want it to go anywhere. Yeah. I, uh, oh, oh God, shit. <laughs> uh, so something very similar to Smitty. So I'll go real quick. Um, I, I don't, I, I feel like I got two things confused. There was, there were two things or maybe one thing about, uh, semiconductors at like room temperature that came out recently too. I think it might've been also in South Korea. Um, but, one of the like hypothetical things around it was that you could basically use concrete as a battery. So like your house could like your, the foundation of your house could be a battery essentially. Hmm. Um, and like a super efficient one. So that was pretty cool. Like hearing about it, but I don't know, there was like a ton of skepticism and the paper wasn't super well written or something or not peer reviewed when it came out, but everybody's still freaking out about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know where that yeah, went at this point, but Still pretty cool to think about, I guess, if they ever figure it out. You see, there's a there. There's that cynical part of me that's still just like, like Smitty, you were asking, like, what impressed you, mm-hmm. and like the the James Webb Telescope thing. Like, I know that's a really big deal, but there's that part of me is just like, oh, we already had a telescope that was out there, or like anytime we land like a new rover on Mars, I'm just like, oh, that I guess there's another one up there now. Like, like I don't understand it enough so to be impressed. Fast. Right. Right. No, I feel like something's progressed so fast it overshadows like how amazing the the thing itself was uh already. Mm. Like uh for I, I guess the shining example that I can think of is um when we were in high school, Dave and I were in bands and we like paid this dude a a shit ton of money. I guess realistically thinking about it, it probably wasn't a shit ton, but to us as broke high school kids, it was a shit ton uh, to go and record at his studio with like all this like multi thousand dollars worth of equipment. And Dave had an iPad one and then got rifted, uh, uh, gifted something called an iRig microphone. And he plugged it in and we're like, we don't have to go back to the recording studio. We could save so much money with this. And it blew my fucking mind. And we were sitting there thinking that this one little microphone attached to his iPad was like the best thing ever. And then like we both like acquired all this different like audio recording equipment. And then the shit that we're doing now like it's like studio quality in your own home for the most part. And I, I, I guess I don't think I like really stopped to think about how fast that stuff accelerated and just how cool it is. That's true. Yeah. For what it's worth, I think a lot of like the audio shit, um, like 
the iRig was supposed to be like the new exciting thing. Like, look, recording on the go, like that's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And in a way, I've kind of just went back to like what was old because yeah. I'm just using like, I, and, and to be fair, a USB interface like the one I'm using now, it's not new. It's not old either. But I mean, they've they've been around for a minute since USB A and USB B was a thing. Um, but it's definitely older than like the, the iPad recording shit like that. So I guess I've regressed a little bit, but it works to throw back to, to like, it kind of, that's pretty similar to with like all the Spotify and stuff that we're talking about. And then the other day I got a new vinyl album dropped off and I was like, Holy shit. Fuck. Yeah. Like, it's just, you know, sometimes you kind of crave the older shit. I'm a boomer. Or like physical, mm-hmm. physical media in general. Like so many companies are trying to phase any sort of like DVDs, Blu-rays, vinyls, all that stuff. They're trying to phase that stuff out mm-hmm. because also when you have a subscription service or something that's only online or digital, like you don't own that stuff. So then companies can just give and take as they want because like, you know, uh, I was reading about, I think it was Disney. They, uh, they had some movies on their streaming service and they edited those movies to like take a couple scenes out that were allegedly like objectionable. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's wrong. I think that's very, very wrong to do. Like if, if a movie has objectionable parts, either don't have it on your streaming platform or, you know, be upfront with the content. Yeah. You know, don't, don't take those scenes out and edit, a piece of art to more easily fit your like what you're selling that's fucked there was um disney plus had like the old 1970s muppets um on their show or on their streaming platform and i remember watching one of the episodes and it actually had a disclaimer at the beginning um because i, I think they used the word retarded in their um in the episode somewhere and there was just a, a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode that said um, pretty much like things were different when this was recorded. This was an acceptable use of language. We do not believe that this is currently an acceptable use of language. And then that was pretty much it. Yeah. I've seen them do. I've seen. Um, I think Warner Brothers did that for one of the uh, Looney Tunes anthologies where a character was like in blackface or something. And like explaining like this was a different time, but we think we should show this fully unedited as a as a means to not erase what the history what history was. Yeah, which makes sense. But if you're if you don't want to consume that stuff like that's fine, just don't edit it. Right. Yeah, those creators were who they were, Mm -hmm. regardless of how we try to like get around that. Yeah, literally a different time. It's like in the same way, it's like this could be like a bigger conversation about like art versus the artist, right? Like art, there are lots of artists, filmmakers, directors, people who do like awful, heinous things and still, you know, contribute very positively to different art genres or movie uh, like cinema sort of uh, fields and things like, for example, and I'm not I am not defending him, but Roman Polanski, a, a, a convicted rapist who did like Rosemary's Baby, which is considered a, like a foundational, important piece of film, you know, 
he's an awful human being. And at the same time, he's contributed very strongly in a very positive way to, you know, film history. So you kind of have to weigh that as well. And there's like authors who are pieces of shit and they write really important novels and things. It's like, well, you have to either take the good with the bad or you just throw them out entirely. Yeah, by Hitler. By Hitler, yeah. Have you had like the kind Mm of aha moment where you're like, oh, this technology is blowing my mind, but not in a good way? I more than more often than being wowed. Yeah. 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 Like, like my iPhone, I'll pull up something that's like, hey, man, uh, here's this suggested for you. Not, and I'm not talking about like targeted ads or anything. I'm just talking about like functionality or something, like how it could connect to a device in my home or whatever. And I'm like, I don't, I don't feel good about this. Why do you, why do you know this? Mm-hmm. I was reading something recently where even like your car shares your data now. Like it, it can connect to like any cellular tower, and like the moment you plug your your phone into your car, just like all of that information is now out, which is really shitty and more scary than impressive. There's like apps now that'll say like ask not to track like my my usage history and stuff. Do you believe and- it when you say no? No, I absolutely don't. That was what I was going to bring <laughs> right. up. It's like, if I ask it not to, it's like, okay, so it, the user doesn't want me to, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm just not going to tell you about it. Fucking right, exactly. Snapchat is really bad about that. I I opened it up once, and it's like, hey, uh, you want to allow us access to your contacts? I'm like, nope. No, not at all. And then I like would match with somebody on like a dating app and I would like save their number or whatever after I get it. And then Snapchat's like, hey, you should add this person. I'm like, I just fucking added them in my contacts and they weren't a suggested person before that. And I told you, no, like I told you, you cannot access my contacts, but you still put this person up there. It's fucking bullshit. I had the same thing recently happen with Twitter, uh, the Twitter app. Go Rico, go R- Rico. You, I, I just want Wait. you to know that you've briefly froze on my screen, and then I heard you go, and I realized that I cut you off after the fact. Scott, the same thing happened to you earlier. Yeah, this is my internet's fault, not my own personal shitty practices. I totally get that. Rico, but Rico go. didn't freeze. <laughs> he froze on my screen. No, it's it's a matter of my internet. It's a matter of my goddamn like internet. Half, you're like halfway through your story. The same thing happened on Twitter. They asked to see my contacts and whatnot, and they asked if, like, Twitter's connected to my phone. They know my phone number. If they really wanted to, they could put it out there and be like, hey, like, mom, dad, sisters, brothers, do you want to go to Russell Frodeck's page and realize that, like, this is actually just, like, the dude that you know, but all he does is post about cum and poop? Like, isn't that fucking funny? Rico, go. Uh, I was going to say along the car line, um, these companies that want to do subscription services for things in your car, like heated seats and stuff like that. Fuck that. That's wrong. Rico. Pretty soon it's going to be like a subscription service to turn the wheel or hit your brakes. (laughs) Can't they like you've you've used 10 brakes this month? (laughs) I've heard like I've heard BMW or like Audi or one of those luxury car brands can straight up like brick your car if you somehow uh jailbreak your heated seats bmw i believe yeah but they they walked back the heated seat thing because of like public outcry basically good Uh, they should i don't i don't expect that that's gonna stay that way 
other companies will start doing it and then it's going to just be like everywhere. So we're not going to be able to not do it. They'll repackage it in some sort of like more palatable way. It was right. their market research is them realizing they got a rocket, like walk it back. Mm-hmm. Fucking hate subscription services so much. Just let me buy the thing and have the thing. Yeah. But then you can't you milk satisfied? money out of me oh. every month. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I'm satisfied. I'm just going to get, I'm just getting sad now. We can move on. <laughs> All right. I guess I'll, I'll try to lighten the mood as best as I can. Um. All right, boys. Uh, again, in the spirit of Halloween, I'm going to ask a ghost related question here. Um, ghosts tend to haunt the same fucking place all the goddamn time. And it's, it's either like a cemetery or like a, like a, a house, an old house from the 1800s. They, they always haunt the same goddamn places. Um, and I would want to know, boys, as, as a ghost, what would you want to haunt? And the, like the sky's the limit. You could haunt whatever you want. Like it was cracking me up thinking about like the, the prospect of like a haunted big box store, like Target or like Best Buy or like a haunted bowling alley. And like the kind of shit that you could do at a place that's not typically haunted. So uh, what would you guys haunt? And then what would you guys do? I would haunt a subway system. So I could. I thought you were, were going to say the sandwich shop. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would haunt the subway franchise. No, it's like I, the I'd lights haunt... like flicker on and off and there's like floating pieces of baloney. Or actually I'd haunt just railways. I'd just be a ghost that travels along. The... I'd be a, a ghost train. And I would just see see the see the nation. <laughs> <laughs> would you actually be a train, or would you be like your like what do they call it, like a corporeal or an ethereal form or whatever? But like on one of those things where you have to like keep pumping it, like the single little train <laughs> yeah. car thing. Mm-hmm. Like but a, it's going like seven hundred miles an hour. <laughs> you get like a bindle with you. Yeah, I like that you're going to see the nation, but only from the railroad tracks. <laughs> Uh, we got railroad so tracks gonna, all over the fucking place. It's fine. Yeah, but it's going to be mostly like industrial areas and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <or> like <laughs> street crossings. Yeah. I dig it. I have a feeling yeah. like Smitty as a ghost train, like you wouldn't even hear like the, the typical sounds that trains make with their horns. It'd just be Smitty like, ah, like down the track <laughs> or something. <laughs> 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 it's the ghost train shit. <laughs> just, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I just go by every time. <laughs> I'd probably like do that to like, uh, like maybe like a McDonald's or something. And I, I'd, I'd see if there's like a way I could work like the drive through window and I would like short change uh, everybody or I would like mash a bunch of buttons on the register at the last second. So like then their bill goes up a bunch of money and like, wait a minute, I just came here for like a small coffee and an egg McMuffin. And now I've got like 30 other things rung up for me. You break the ice cream machine every time. <laughs> oh, shit. If I can't have any, nobody can. Guys, we finally got it working again. <laughs> it breaks. Oh, Gee, well, who are we going to call? <laughs> Ghostbusters. I would just do like a, I just press all the, the fountain drink buttons all at once. <laughs> it's like a couple of times sporadically throughout the day. That or you get like, you get, you get a picky bastard like myself who, who, 
doesn't like most things on their burgers. And I, I like to think I'm like fairly respectful about it, even if I get the order wrong. Like I'll bring it back up. I'm like, hey, just you know, this I asked for a burger without this. Is there any chance I can get a new one? That part person I would respect, but when you get the Karens, they're like, I specifically said no, blah 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 blah. I'd sneak that shit back on there. <laughs> I guess you could do something like really fun with people that kind of they order to go, but then they eat out of their bag. It's like they'll sit down at the table and then they take like the burger out and then you just like kind of sneak over to their bag and put like 30 something ketchup packets into the bag. (laughs) And then she looks in, she's just like, what the fuck? And then she like takes all those out to like the fries out. And then like the next time she looks in the bag, like all the fucking ketchup packets are back. (laughs) (laughs) I do think uh, being in like a haunted target would actually be fucking awesome. And it makes me think of like the scene from Ghostbusters where they're like pushing all the books off the shelf, like one by one, the amount of things you could do with like shoes or like canned goods or whatever, just to fuck with somebody. Like the second they walk by like an end, an end cap on an aisle, you like knock a box off. So they think that they did it. They're like, Oh, I must be clumsy. And they pick it back up and it just happens over and over and over again. I would hang out by the candle section and freak people out. Because I'd be like, you gotta smell this candle. It smells really fucking good. And they like lean over to smell, and they're like, Ooh, that does smell good. And they like look over, and they realize that it's just like a floating candle, and like an invisible force asks them to smell it. <laughs> Who the or fuck you, or you fart that? next to the candle every time somebody goes down to smell it. <laughs> I'd uh, ghost farts. Find a way. Uh, if anything, I would just like lean on like the self checkout thing, so it'd always say like unexpected item and checkout. People are like, you what dick. the fuck? <laughs> Unexpected or, phantasmic or force <laughs> in bagging area. Like try to help some people out and raise the the scale a little bit when they put something on so it weighs less. Or like you haunt a casino and improve people's odds of winning money. That'd be fun. Uh, to be fair, I'd also probably just do the same shit that I did a few times when we were younger. And that's like put condoms or put like a bunch of lube in somebody's cart underneath stuff and then just follow them to the checkout line. Especially if they've got like a kid with them that's like 16 and like the mom's like checking out all of her groceries and then she sees a box of Magnum condoms. They're, she's going to like r- like really get pissed off of that kid and I'm just going to be sitting there laughing. <laughs> While the kid is also like damn well knowing they didn't put it in there they're yeah. just like mom quit trying to pawn this off on me like what are you doing with this shit <laughs> and then some real family forced. drama yeah <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah Somehow. started all at target i would help shoplifters so fucking much oh hell yeah like i'd go in like any items that have like the the scanners on it and shit where it's just like if you go through like the alarm's gonna go off or like you're looking at like a video game and it's behind the glass case <clears throat> I like try to like get in there and sneak in as a force like the next time it's open so I could just try to keep that door open let people grab all the video games they want or I just distract the people at self-checkout so that people can scan the wrong things at self-checkout and then leave I think if anything I'd move a mannequin around the store uh, and like see if anybody would notice like you know it's like standing over in men's because it's got like like the good fellow clothing or whatever the fuck on and then all of a sudden like you're gonna go go buy like some chips and some popcorn and you turn around it's just fucking standing there for a quick second and you're like wait a minute is this sh- should i go buy those, sh- those shorts is that what this thing's telling me <laughs> i would stand in grocery and just like juggle onions that'd be fucking cool 
It's just a bunch of onions going in a circle and then occasionally falling on the floor and rolling away. (laughs) (laughs) A ghost that's not even good at juggling. (laughs) You stack a bunch of like soup cans all the way from the floor to the ceiling. (laughs) And then just run through them. People like, what the fuck just did that? I think it's scary if they just stay there because it'd be like, who the fuck stacked these 25 feet high? That would also kind of be funny if you just like set something on like, like right on the belt of the, of the conveyor and it just didn't move even though the belt is, it's just like this big old fucking box, of, like 48 pound cat litter Mm-mm. and just won't move. People are like, well, it's out of order because we can't get this thing off the belt. Can you imagine the kind of shit that you could do? Like, especially like during the day. Yeah. But like at night when the store closes and you just have the whole place for yourself and you could do like the, again, like stacking a bunch of cans or you can almost build like a bunch of smaller can castles all around. Or like you can go in and fuck with the people that work in the bakery at a grocery store. And every single time they're leaving like their dough out to proof, you could just like get in there and just like mash it to make sure none of the air ever forms. <laughs> So they come back after 45 minutes and they're like, huh, the yeast must be dead. We're at a bunch more. But the yeast never lives. Add a bunch more yeast. <laughs> or you could pop all the uh, the Pillsbury like container tins whenever somebody walks by him. Like it's inconspicuous enough to where you could think that was like something that legitimately happened. But every mm-hmm. single time the the, Bro. the flaky biscuits, the cinnamon rolls, the crescent rolls, all it's of a it. good noise. Yeah. You know what I would do? I would take the jumbo eggs and the medium eggs and I'd switch them. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I'm pretty sure even if I was a ghost that was making those pillberry things pop open, I personally would still have the shit scared out of me every single time. Like you scare yourself as a ghost. Yeah. I'd be like, I know what's going to happen. I know what it's going to happen. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. No, we're good. good. (laughs) You leave a little pool of ectoplasm on the floor. You're like, oops. (laughs) <laughs> wet myself <laughs> yeah. all right <laughs> I'm trying to think of like other buildings to haunt because like why do ghosts haunt certain things because a guy died there and he was upset like because they're bored yeah <laughs> ghosts are bored I guess <laughs> not I a whole lot going like, on without a body you didn't you had unfinished business for the guys like I just I was fucking bored honestly <laughs> You're unfinished, like you're haunting a bank. Your unfinished business is that you like needed a cash a check, and like now you're tied to that building for like eternity. That would suck because you like the check would have been just, like sitting there. Like at let's say let's say you're going to cash that check, you set it on the counter because you're filling out your deposit form, and you have mm-hmm. a heart attack and die. That check is just going to be sitting there. If you were the kind of ghost that like couldn't actually affect the physical world, like you couldn't actually turn that check in and then get peace. And then nobody would be able to fucking see you because you're a ghost. So you'd just be stuck in the middle of a bank. <laughs> Somebody walked by to like, what, go get more cash. You just sit there. <laughs> and the guy's like, hi, you need $2,000 and, uh, you know, cash. And the bank teller's like, I'm sorry, did you just say 200 Because <laughs> you're like whispering the wrong numbers to her or something. <laughs> well the teller's trying to like count bills yeah. you're just like 4 18 21 <laughs> 3 6 she has to keep starting over the, mm-hmm. like the actual person's getting physically like fucking irate because this woman keeps messing up so he gives it to another one and the same thing happens mm-hmm. <laughs> alright I'm satisfied yeah okay Smitty go ahead no 
No, no. I said yeah. Away. No, I don't. I don't have anything else to contribute. I'm good. I'd ride around okay. on those little vacuum tube things. Hell yeah! Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. If Lego's here, <laughs> um, leave us a review or a rating on your podcast directory of choice. Uh, five stars, please, please. Uh, submit your questions, voicemail or text 708-433-9153. And don't forget about the very big first ever important questions podcast bonus episode giveaway. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, that's right. Uh, text your question in the next week. You get one submission. Voicemail your question in the next week. Get two submissions. Your bonus episode's coming absolutely free of charge. Um, so that's, uh, that's pretty fucking special. Follow us on our socials at MQuestionsPDC on Twitter and also on Blue Sky. Um, I control the Twitter account. Scott controls the Blue Sky account. R slash um, Important Questions Pod on Reddit, the Important Question Podcast on Instagram, and we're on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe there as well for the same episodes uh, with a still image in the background that is um, emulating a video. Still if you do want ongoing bonus episodes, patreon.com forward slash the important questions to support the show. It's $1. You get a bonus episode every month on the last Tuesday of the month. You can't always rely on us to do all these, uh, these really great giveaways. These outstanding, amazing giveaways. High pressure. Lots of pressure. Yeah. We'll do these High every stakes. now and then, but you're only getting one. All right? All right. You, you get one. woo any final thoughts boys was was this episode rage inducing enough for all of you guys I don't get mad much anymore I just get tired (laughs) I just get defeated and feel sad yeah all right um, next week we got the bonus episode coming out uh, for those of you who donate to the show you look for your episode on Patreon for those that don't donate to the show and don't intend to we'll see you in like two weeks for those that intend to come on board uh, otherwise hope you all have a great week and we'll see you next time Um, so this is pretty much a what would you do question and it's based off of a green text that I found in r slash green text on Reddit. Um, okay. So I'll, I'll read the green text first and then the question becomes what would you do? Uh, only one hair salon in my town has a couple of cute girls working there. Work up courage to get a haircut. Everything goes fine. Even manage to do some small talk without completely spilling spaghetti. Suddenly, some other girl that works there bursts through the door crying. Apparently, one of their coworkers just died in an accident. All the girls working there start crying and comforting each other. Other customers excuse themselves and leave the shop. I sat there in a chair for 60 plus minutes in a corner of the salon with a half-shaven head, not knowing what to do, <laughs> acting like I didn't hear the commotion, waiting for my hairstylist to return. Um, so what do you do in a situation like that? Do you, do you leave? Do you comfort the employee? Do you ask them to come back and finish the haircut? What the fuck do you do? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. This did not start out the way I thought it was. I I didn't think it was going to go that direction because it sounded like super baggy. Like they're going to be like, should I, I had to work up the courage to go get a haircut because there's cute girls. Do I ask him out? Uh, Like I thought it was going to go that way. This is so much better. Yeah, you just uh you're going to get a buzz cut that week whether you like it or not.
So do you? So Scott, do you just like get up, leave the salon, and then finish the job? No, I fucking buzz it right then and there with her with her stuff. I leave my hair on the floor and I walk out. <laughs> really, that's what you do? Well, okay, maybe I'll sweep it into a pile, and if I have cash, <laughs> I'll set like a, I'll set a bill on the countertop. But otherwise, yeah, for like sixty plus minutes at that point, yeah, I'll get irate. Like I know that they're going through something, but I got half a shaven head. Sixty minutes just sitting by yourself in a chair, <laughs> frozen, with half a haircut. Yeah, awesome. Especially the like, like you go conf- confront them with like a half shaved head. I feel like the weirdest dude on the planet. Yeah, not to mention <laughs> hey, the head that they're all like falling their eyes in. out. You're- yeah. Hey, I know you're grieving, uh, but can you get back to work, please? <laughs> I can see that you guys are now short staffed, uh, but I still only have half of, a, half of my head shaved. <laughs> God damn it. Can you finish my haircut? It's what your coworker who's now dead would have wanted. <laughs> uh, Pretty sure she said that before the accident. Yeah. Yeah. Finish she's any got haircuts. Un- she's got unfinished business. She's gonna haunt the, the great clips and uh <laughs> I don't know. No, that that would have been the customer. Like, if the customer had died in that hour sitting in the chair, then they would have had unfinished business of not getting the rest of their haircut. Not if she died and while she was cutting his hair, and then her unfinished business would be finishing that dude's hair. So there could be two scenarios then. So there could be the unfinished business uh, business of the customer and the unfinished business of the actual uh, haircutter. Ar- arguably, yeah. the ghost with the half-shaven head seems like the more ghost-type story-esque thing, and I feel like the guy would just be sitting there the entire time, like, just pissed off. And, and You're like one of those ghosts still sitting in the corner of the fucking salon, just waiting to get his haircut. Yeah, it's like he one doesn't of those bother Ghosts with like the 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 eye holes cut in the sheet, but then on top is just like a really bad haircut. <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually, like that place closes down in five years and becomes like a smash burger or something, and the guy's still just sitting in the corner booth waiting for the rest of his haircut. It's not even a sheet ghost. It's like the head. And then the uh, the haircutting cape is around him, <laughs> and so you don't see his feet. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's so I stupid. Feel like, I feel like my response would be to like, I would push for the rest of the haircut without pushing for the haircut per se. It's like you go to the you go to the front and you ask like. Should I come back another time or like, yeah, that's probably what I would kind of trail off a little bit. You just sit there in the chair. You're like, he's like pointing like, please. You're like dropping stuff on the ground. Oops. <laughs> See if it like, maybe like ask if one of them has a hat. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't picture them. Like, did, did your green text say that they're standing like around him or do they go like into a back break room and he's just there in a salon by himself? I have no idea. I, I, I would just imagine that they're standing around in like the lobby area or some shit. I don't know. It'd cool. be super fucking weird if other people walked in. And he's just, he's sitting there in the chair for an hour. There's somebody else who like had their name on the list because they checked in early and they're just chilling. You think he'd like look over at them and be like, can you just, can you just buzz the back of this real quick with those? I, I'm fucking done with it. Something is like obvious as like, 
first and foremost, you don't need to go to a salon to get a buzz cut. You could just do that shit yourself. Um, and it sounds like this guy with a half-shaven head was just going to get a buzz cut or just like a shave. So, I mean, I guess you could just do that shit yourself in the future and you won't have this problem. Um, that's also one of the worst haircuts you could have, though, as far as like... If you're going back out in public, even just to like get to your car, like you're leaving this sports clips or haircuttery or whatever the fuck, and someone walks, someone watches you walk out the door with that haircut. Like, what's their opinion of like the stylists that work there? I'm glad that you said that the stylists that work there are not immediately you as a person with a dumbass haircut. Well, 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 both. It's just like, did they fuck it up that bad? I'm never getting my haircut there. Right. Did he ask for that? What's going on? <laughs> Sammy's got some Give me the old half shave. Which I, I say that like in jest, but that's a, like a legitimate style for some people. And they, they pull it off and they make it look good. Not a half shave. Like yeah. I've seen like uh, on occasion, it's just like the like the side of the head. They'll do like a shave and then it's like the longer on the side. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like right down the middle of the dome, dude. What if it was like shaved in the back and then like really long, like right above your <laughs> yeah. forehead? What if she started to shave, but just started in the middle, and then it just looked like Moses just parted the seas? <laughs> you look like a fucking monk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that, was, that sucks. I don't think there's that any good solution to that. so bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Dead coworker. Yeah. <laughs> Rico, you got anything to add? Nope. <laughs> All right, have a good week.